Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. I offend so free Ndimea 20. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. I offend so free Ndimea 20. The Bible says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that which we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Verse 21. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ndipo kwa iye amene angate kuchita koposa posatu zonse zimene tizi pempa kapena tizi ganizira monga mpamvu ya kuchita maife. Verse 21. Kwa iye ukale ule merero mumpingo ndi mwa kristi yesu kufikira mibado yonse ya ntawi zantawi emeni. I'm speaking on the subject beyond expectations. Beyond expectations. The verse of scripture that we have read talks about the ability of God. That this our God is able to do. He is able to perform. He is able to accomplish mighty things in our lives. And Paul is helping us to understand that this our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we ask or above our prayers and our imaginations. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beyond expectations. We all expect, hope for, and pray for many good things in our lives. The common expectations of God's children are as follows. Number one, spiritual growth. Kukula muzimu. We all expect to grow spiritually. Peter said in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. He said but grow. So God expects us to grow. Not necessarily physically but we are talking here growing about growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus. The Bible talks about the growth of Jesus. Bible in Luke 252. Luke 52 that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So we are not just growing physically, we are also growing spiritually. And indeed, that is one of the common expectations of many believers. Number two, 
We expect to succeed and prosper in life and ministry. And that is one of the most common expectations of God's children, success and prosperity in life and ministry. In Joshua chapter 1 and verse number 8, God speaking. He says to Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then we, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So when a believer reads anything like this, he or she expects to prosper and have good success. It's good expectation to grow spiritually. It is good expectation to succeed and prosper in life and ministry. What else does a believer expect? Number three. Dominion and victory over oppositions of life. Dominion and victory over oppositions of life. Everyone wants to have it well in life. Everyone wants to live an overcoming and victorious life. After all, that is what the Bible says. Jesus said, Behold, I give you the authority. Trample all the scorpions and serpents and over every power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke 10 19. Luke 10 19. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 1. Matthew 10 verse 1. Jesus gave them power. Over unclean spirits to cast them out. And John says, Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And in another place he said, he said, whatsoever is bound of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. So to expect to live in dominion and victory is part and parcel of scriptural provisions. Another major expectation of so many Christians which is number four is marital breakthroughs, isn't it? 
Uh, so many are hoping to enter into marriage it's a good expectation because in Genesis 2 verses 18 to 24 Genesis chapter 2 Genesis 2 verses 18 to 24 God said it is not good for the man to be alone that is why he brought the woman Eve to Adam and so in verse 24 he said therefore or for this reason shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife that is marital entrance so so many people are expecting for marital breakthroughs to settle maritally others are expecting the fruit of the womb because they are already married now but the, the child is not coming that is one of the major major prayer points of Christians and it is a good prayer and a good thing to expect because God expects us to be fruitful anyway in Genesis 1 verse 28 God blessed them and he said to them be fruitful and multiply multiplication should include physical childbearing isn't it and in Psalm 127 verse 3 Psalm 127 and verse number 3 the Bible says behold children are a heritage from the Lord so it is a good thing to expect children from the Lord because that is where they come from beyond expectations so what we are saying is that we all have expectations and we are looking at the common expectations of God's people spiritual growth success and prosperity in life and ministry dominion and victory of uh, oppositions of life marital breakthroughs in the area of marital entrance in the area of childbearing fruit of the womb others it will be in the area of marital stability because the marriage has been shaky and not working we 
Whichever way you are expecting whatever it is from the Lord. What we are saying today is that no matter what your expectations are, God is able to exceed those expectations. He has capacity to do more than your imagining. He has capacity to give more than what you're asking. It doesn't matter how wild your imagination is. God is set to do more. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 is what we read at the beginning. I face a friend in my 20 and minute now. Now to him. I would so There is a God who is able. The God of might. He spoke to Abraham at one point. He said, I am almighty God. I am almighty God. He is the God of ability. Genesis 17 verse 1. Genesis 17. I am almighty God. He is all powerful. There is nothing he cannot do for you. And we are saying even by the audacity of the spirit. That no matter your expectations. God shall exceed them in the name of Jesus Christ. Please behave. Can I hear your shout of amen? Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Scriptural examples of people who experienced testimonies beyond their expectations. Whether you need healing, God can do more than that. Whether you're looking for money, God can do more than that. Whether you're looking for promotion, God can do more than that. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. It doesn't matter what your need is. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you're talking about. People, can I hear a shout of Amen? Scripture examples of those who experienced beyond their expectations. Number one, the children of Israel, God exceeded the wildest expectations 
of the children of Israel. Mulungu anajita kopo satu zembekezo za ana Israel. And you are next in line in the name of Jesus Christ. When you read your Bible in Exodus 2 verses 23 to 25. Exodus chapter 2 verses 23 to 25. All the children of Israel wanted was to get out of the land of Egypt. That is all they wanted. God just get us out of here. They cried out to God. And the cry was because of the bondage. They said we are tired of being here. We want to get out of this place. That is all we need. What we want at the end of the day is that we must be out of Egypt. It doesn't matter where we are going to be, but we must not be in Egypt. But you know that God did more than that. Apart from bringing the people out of the land of Egypt, God did more. He exceeded their prayers. He exceeded their imaginations. He exceeded their expectations. For example, he brought them out of Egypt with riches. For them, they, it didn't matter whether they would get out of Egypt without anything, but we must be out. But the day they came out, God did more than that. He brought them out with silver and gold. The Bible says, in Psalm 105, verse 37. Psalm 105 and verse number 37. He also brought them out. Obviously, that is, that was their basic wish. Bring us out. Uh, that is what they wanted. Just bring us out. But God did not just bring them out. He also brought, brought them out with silver and gold. He brought them out with riches. In Exodus chapter 12, Exodus 12, verse 33 to 36. Are you tired? Are you listening, please? Are you listening? I'm asking you, are you listening? And the Egyptians urged the people that they must send them out of the land in haste, for they said, we shall be dead. All of us shall be dead. Verse 34. So the people took their dough before it was leavened, having their kneading bowls, 
bound up in their clothes on their shoulders. Now, the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses. And they asked from the Egyptians, hear this, articles of silver, articles of gold and clothing. That is why the psalmist is saying he brought them out with what? Silver and gold because they took these things from the Egyptians. Verse number 36, Pastor, I want you to read that one. Verse number 36, and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. Nipo Yehovah anapasa antu chisomo pamaso pa aikuputo. Nipo sana wakanisa. Nipo anawafungira aikuputo. Hallelujah. Amen. So we see, yes, he brought them out, but he did more than that. Neti kuona kuti inde anawatulusa. Koma anachitanso zina zoposera. Their prayer was bring us out. Pempero nalilo kuti titulusenikuno. But in bringing them out, he did more than that. Neti kuona kuti inde anawatulusa. Exceedingly abundantly above their wish and request. He brought them out with silver and gold, with riches and resources. Number two. Number two. He relocated them to a land. That was good, large, and flowing with milk and honey. He relocated them to a good and large land. Flowing with milk and honey. God spoke to Moses in Exodus chapter 3. Verse 7 to 8. He said, I'm not just bringing them out of this land. To take them to some other average, you know, not so good land. No, sir. No. Verse number eight. The Bible says, Bible. I am bringing them out from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. That was exceedingly abundantly above what these people wanted. The Bible says Bible in Deuteronomy chapter 8, Deuteronomy 8, verses 7 to 10. Deuteronomy chapter 8, Deuteronomy 8, verses 7 to 10. That this land that God was talking to Moses about was a land of brooks of water. A land of fountains and springs. Verse number 8. 
8. What kind of land? A land of wheat and barley. Mm. A land of vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. In which you will lack nothing. Have you seen this? A land whose tongues God is saying, please, I'll do more than what you're imagining. I'll do more than what you're praying about. Says, I'm taking you to a land in which you eat bread without scarcity, in which you lack nothing. A land whose tongues are iron and out of whose heels you can dig copper. Can you read verse 9, please? Ziko Loti Muzadiamo Nkate. Osa periweza, simu za soa, simu za soa mokantu, ziko loti, miyala yache, nja chisulo, ndi mapiri ache, ndi mapiri, ndi mapiri ache, mukumbe nkua. Verse number 10. Ndi meaten dipo, muzadia, ndi kukuta, ndi kuyamika Yehovah. He says, in this land to which I'm taking you, you shall eat and be full. And you shall bless the Lord your God because the land is very, very good. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy 6. Verses 10 to 11. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 10 to 11. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which you saw, he sold to your farmers. Pastor, I hope you're reading. Okay. Okay. A land of houses full of good things which you did not fear. You out wells which you did not dig. Vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full. No, read the whole thing, Pastor, please. What uh, you? Is, it, is it not the 11 now? Okay, Okay, so it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he sold to your farmers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Which you did not build. What is happening with that Deuteronomy 6.10 you are showing on the screen here? Hallelujah. Amen. So he's talking about here a land. With large and beautiful cities. Which you did not build. 
Now God is saying, you have been building cities for the Egyptians on conditions of slavery and bondage. Now, I'm not just bringing you out of the hands of the Egyptians. I'm taking you to a land that has got large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Houses full of good things which you did not fear. That is, you did not buy those things. It says, you now wells which you did not dig. You, there are wells already dug for you there. In that land, you also find vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. What a blessing. God doing more than what people anticipated. And I'm saying all this to assure you that no matter your expectations, God shall do much more in the name of Jesus Christ. In Joshua 24, verse number 13. Joshua 24 and verse number 13. Joshua 24 14. I have given you a land for which you did not labor and cities which you did not build. And you dwell in them. You eat of the vineyards and olive groves which you did not plant. God says, I have given you a land for which you did not labor. Because you already labored for the Egyptians. In as much as all you wanted was to just get out of here. But I will do much more. You've been asking God to heal you. You've been asking God to give you a job. You've been asking God to promote you. You've been asking God to change your situation. Not only is he doing what you're asking him, he shall do exceedingly abundantly above in the name of Jesus Christ. Good people, please. Help yourself. Can I hear your loud shout of that man? Number two. Scriptural examples of those who experience testimonies beyond expectations. The first one is the children of Israel. Number two, Peter. Simon Peter. 
uh, Simon Petro. God exceeded his expectations. He was a fisherman. And trained and, and educated. Yet God did mighty things in and through Peter. There are several things that God did beyond his expectations. Let's pick out five of them very quickly before we rise to pray. Number one, he was not expecting to catch any fish the other day, but he got a net breaking and boat sinking catch of fish. In Luke chapter 5, Verses 1 to 7. He was done with the day. He was done with the assignment because they toiled the whole night and they never caught any fish. When Jesus arrived at the place where Peter and his friends were, he found them washing their nets. Ready to go home empty handed. Because they used to catch fish in the night, not during the day. Jesus came to them when it was day. I mean, there was shining sun there on that day. And at a time when Peter did not expect to catch any fish. That is when Jesus said, Luke chapter 5, verse number 4, going down to 5. 5, verse 4 to 5. The Bible says, Jesus said, launch out into the deep, lower down the nets. Yes, now hear this. And Simon said to Jesus, we have told all night and caught nothing. We caught nothing. We caught nothing last night. If not now that we are expecting anything. No, I'm told about last night. We tried last night when it was dark. And we don't catch it in this broad daylight. But because you have said so, I will lower down the net. And the Bible says when they had this done, verse number 6, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking was breaking that was beyond 
Peter's expectations. That is why the man said to Jesus, Depart from me because I am a sinner. I decree this hour. May God do beyond your expectations. In the name of Jesus. Number one, Peter was not expecting to catch any fish, but he ended up with a mighty catch. Number two, he never expected it, but he became a servant of God and the head of the church. He became a servant of God and the head of the church. Jesus spoke to him in Matthew chapter 16. Verses 18 to 19. He said, you are Peter. Yeah. And on this rock, I will build my church. When he said, you are Peter, he was simply saying that you are the leader, the pillar, and the head of the church. This was beyond Peter's expectation. And in verse 19, Jesus went on to say, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. That is, I have given you dominion and authority. You are the one in charge. Why do you say no to on the earth? We shall say no to in heaven. What you allow on earth, we will allow in heaven. That is why Peter's life was a wonder and amazement. Because in Acts chapter 4, verse number 13, Acts chapter 4, verse number 13, the Bible says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. They marveled. You see, the, 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 the exploits of Peter and his brother John were amazing, amazing exploits. These were exploits beyond the expectations of the people around them. I decree this hour. Your testimonies shall amaze people around you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number three. He never expected that he would preach a sermon and see about 3,000 people being born again. And 
Acts 2 verse 41. Matthew 2 verse 41. Acts 2 verse 41. He never expected it. But he preached a message that brought about 3,000 souls into the kingdom of God. I decree this May God surprise you beyond your expectation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number four. Number four. He never dreamt that his shadow would heal the sick, but it happened. He never expected that his shadow could heal the sick. But it did. The shadow of Peter was healing the sick. I don't care your family background. God will surprise you beyond your imagination. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 5 verse 15 to 16. Acts chapter 5 verse 15 to 16. We see there. That people brought their sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches. But at least the fall on some of them. Verse 16. The also a man should gather from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem bringing sick people and those who are tormented by unclean spirits and they were all healed. So many of them healed by Peter's shadow. Healed by Peter's shadow. Healed by Peter's shadow. Hallelujah. Number five. Number five. He never expected that he would write the gospel, but he did. Peter. Peter, amen. He never expected it. After all, we have already been told in Acts 4.13 that he was not schooled. And that he was, was not schooled. He was uneducated. And yet he wrote two books. 1 Peter, 2 Peter. What am I saying to you? Your case can be that of the children of Israel or Peter. The truth of the matter is God shows no partiality. 
is no respecter of persons. What he has done for one, he can do for all. In Acts chapter 10, verse 34 to 35, the Bible says, Peter speaking, he says, in truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. If God did for the children of Israel beyond their expectations, if God was able to do for Peter beyond his expectations you can also expect that he is going to do for you beyond your expectations the question is what are your expectations you can never appear before God without expectations in as much as he wants to exceed your expectations the expectations must be clearly defined because God is not only meeting those expectations Paul says in Ephesians 3 and verse 20 that God is giving you exceedingly abundantly above your expectations so everything is up to you my friend I said everything depends on you everything is all up to you God is able that is what the Bible is saying God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above your prayers and your expectations. I'm talking to you people, shout hallelujah. What does God expect of us? Number one, he needs our willingness and obedience. He needs our willingness and obedience. The Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I Isaiah 1 Hallelujah. Amen. Next time you come to church, uh, please remember to come with your writing materials. Don't come to church as if you are going for a football match. Is it making sense? Unless if you don't know how to write. 
But if you know how to write, which is the case with the majority of everyone listening to me. Kwa magati muma atandi chuku lemba, monga so ambira, mena kundi mvesera ama lemba. Please, don't come to church without somewhere to write. Osa mabera kuchalichi popanda polemba. It shows that you don't know what you are doing. Zima ngoone selatu kutiweo, zuku ziwa jimeno kuchita. You see, as I'm speaking like this, it is God talking. And when Jesus was talking to John on the island of Patmos in the book of Revelation, he said, these things write. You see, Jesus could not trust the memory of John. Yesu sada kulupirire kapena kudalira kuti Yohane akoza kuzisunga mutu. No. Hai. He said memorization is not enough. You need to record this, my friend. Anatelo kuti kungo zisunga mutu nzosa kwa nila. Kungo zisunga mutu nzosa kwa nila kwenila uzirembe. So for anybody to be coming to church as if they are going, I don't know whether for a political rally, even at a political rally, some people, especially like journalists, will have somewhere to write, even record. Come on. Come on. So you can't just go. Have, have they picked you from the road? from the road which is a good thing to do anyway if you find someone on the road pick them to church then you are forgiven you are forgiven but if you allowed your legs to pick you from your house come on. you must have somewhere to ride my friend and I'm not apologizing for what I'm saying People must behave in the church. Somebody shout, shout hallelujah. I was giving you Isaiah 119. God is looking for our willingness and obedience. The good of the land is there for you to enjoy. But it says you must be willing and obedient. You must be willing and obedient. What do you think could have happened if Peter had not acted on what Jesus instructed him to do. You remember the instruction was in Luke 5.4. 5, Launch out into the deep. Lord on the nets. If you want a catch. So many people want so many things, but they are not willing to act on God's instructions. 
And so they remain empty handed. So Jesus has spoken. Launch out into the deep. <laughs> Let down your nets. In verse number six. The Bible says, Bible. when they had done this, what did they do? They launched out into the deep and they lowered the net. And they caught a great number of fish. When they acted, on the instruction. Number two. Everything is up to us. Not God, but us. So what is God expecting of us? Number one. He needs our willingness and obedience. Number two. He needs our faith. Believe. I said believe. That God can do beyond your expectation. Believe it. Don't think it's a joke. Scriptural examples are evidence of our own possibilities in this life. In Romans chapter 15 and verse number 4, the Bible says the things that were written at full time were written for our learning. Aroma 4, 15, 15, 4, 15, 4. Aroma Romans 15, 4. 15, 4. It is making sense here. He needs our faith. In Matthew chapter 9. Verses 27 to 30. Two blind men cried out to Jesus. They said, Son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And Jesus said, Jesus said, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said, Do you believe that I am able to do this. Do you believe? It's not just about praying, going to the mountains and fasting and doing so many things. Now, they are crying to Jesus. Son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus is asking them, he's saying, do you believe that I'm able to do this? What does that tell you? It is telling us 
that it is possible to pray when you don't believe. That you are praying does not mean you believe. That you are praying does not mean you believe. So Jesus is asking them. Yes, you are crying out for mercy. But do you believe? He's talking about faith. He's dealing with the issue of faith. Faith, faith, faith. Faith is your lifeline. Faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11.6 Without faith, it is impossible possible to please God. <laughs> it was when Jesus saw their faith that he intervened in the situation of that fellow suffering from paralysis. Mark 2 verses 1 to 12 Mark 2, Marigo. verses 1 to 12, but give me verse 5. Give me verse 5. Now, when Jesus saw their faith, you see, that is what God must see in your heart. He must see your faith. He must see your faith. He must see your faith. Do you have faith? Do you have faith? If we may go back to that Matthew 9, 28. Where Jesus is asking those two blind men. Do you believe? that I am able to heal you of your blindness. And Jesus is asking us the same question here. Do you believe that I am able to set you maritally. Do you believe that I'm able to prosper you in business and in career? Do you believe that I'm able to prosper you? That I am able to change your financial status. Do you believe that I can heal you of that affliction? Do you believe that I am able to deliver you from any kind of demonic oppression? Do you believe that I am able to give you permanent victory over your enemies? <laughs> Do you believe that I am able to give you a scholarship? 
Do you believe that I am able to give you properties? Do you believe that I am able to promote you at your workplace? Do you believe that I am able to change your story? Do you believe that I am able to change your daughter, to change your child, to change your son? Do you believe? Somebody shout, I believe. I said, somebody shout, I believe. I believe. Maybe we don't need your interpretation. Do you think we need your interpretation? Because of who? If you say yes, because of who? Because if something is said in Chichewa for people to repeat, there is no one repeating. The assumption there is that everyone has said it in English. All the Chichewa speaking people are lost. They don't understand what we are talking about. Somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Do you believe? That is what Jesus asked them. And you know, nothing was done until that question was answered. Let's get back to Matthew chapter 9, please. Give me 29. Actually, we remain in 28 first because their response was right, is right there. They yeah, said to him, yes, Lord. Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. You believe. That is why we are crying out to you. One of the things you have to do is to build your faith in God. Build your faith in God. Build it. And you don't build it by complaining. You build it primarily by feeding on the word of God and applying it. Feeding on the word of God. That is reading the scriptures, believing them and applying them in your daily life. That is what grows faith. You see, faith grows by practicing the word. We call it obedience. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
What else is God expecting of us? He expects us to pray. If God is saying, I am able to do exceedingly abundantly above, then it is time to pray for the extraordinary. Yes. Then it is time to pray for the unusual. For example, somebody should be praying. Lord, give me so much money that I will be able to sponsor 100 children in their education. And you pray like that regardless of where you are today. Maybe you don't have anywhere to, to stay. People are just keeping you, well-wishers are just keeping you and feeding you. You can pray to God. Lord, give me resources. Not for my house. I want to be sponsoring not less than 100 children in their education. It is time to pray big prayers. Father, expand my business to an extent that I want to be employing not less than 200 people. Not two people. No, but 200, 300, 500, 500, yes, it's time to pray big prayers, prayers of bless me, bless me for no reason, those are stupid prayers, we are talking about praying big prayers. Father, anoint me. I want to plant churches. I want to be planting churches. I want to be. I need the anointing that will help me to be planting churches. Yes. 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 Mm. This church must go far and wide. May I be one of the people in this church to be anointed to be planting churches. Because it is time to allow God to do beyond our expectations. Beyond expectations. The Bible says they limited the Holy One of Israel. But I pray that you are not going to limit the Holy One of Israel. Psalm 78 verse 41. They limited the Holy One of Israel. Again and again they tempted him. 
See, don't limit him in your prayers. Don't limit him in your mind. Because he says, I shall do exceedingly abundantly above what you ask or what you think. That means you must, you should be asking, you should be thinking, but just also remind yourself that God is able to do much more than what you are thinking or asking. Can I have Ephesians 3.20 in the New I, Living Translation, please? Now, oh glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more, my God, than we might ask or imagine. Can I have it in NIV, please? Mama, NIV. Mm. Look at that. It says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all. It doesn't matter what it is. All we ask, that is all we pray about, and all we imagine. All we imagine. I know that we have, you know, imaginations of how the marriage is going to be. That's a young man who is hoping to say to Maritali one of these days, we'll be imagining how. Now, God says, I'll do beyond what you're thinking. I'll do beyond that, way beyond, far above. It says exceedingly abundantly above. So God is needing uh, willingness and obedience. God is needing our faith. God is needing our prayers. Not only that. God requires holiness. This God who is able to do beyond our expectations is a holy God. And therefore we must align with his holiness standards. Yes. In Leviticus 19 verse 2. He taught the children of Israel. God speaking to Moses. He said, speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel. And say to them, you shall be holy. Beloved, this requirement has not changed. His requirements have not changed. His demands have not changed. We must be holy. He says, you shall be holy. You can't fake it. Just be genuine about it. And we must be holy when we are alone. And we must be holy when we are with others. Some people, and 
they only look holy in public. But what they do behind the scenes is nothing acceptable. It's nothing acceptable. Don't be a Christian like that. Be a Christian who is going to be holy when he is alone and holy when he is with others. If you are pretending you are only fooling yourself, those of you that continue quarreling in your homes, you are fooling yourself. Fighting in your house will never take you anywhere. How can you say that you love God when you don't love your spouse? You don't love God. You don't love God. Somebody shout hallelujah. May we please rise on our feet. Rise on your feet, everyone. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Give the Lord a loud shout of praise. Lift your hands. Bless the Lord. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him adoration. Love him. Love him. Shakata Ragadere Bebesa. Yakanda Rigade, the Sutta Rigade Babasai. Shakata Rigade, the Sutta Ragada, Bakuta Ragade. Shakaya Katayabash. Yakata Rigade, the Sutta Rigade, Bakuta Ragade. Shakala Baragalabash. Yakata Rakadala Babasita Rakade Yatalaba Yatalabash Asika Karabas and the Rekadere Bobosa Eshataka Shakata Rakada Basete Rekade Eshantalikata Sakata Rakadere Basende Rekadere Bosuta Rekade Eshitalikatelebesh Yakata Rakadala Basende Rekade Yikitibush Oh, we bless you, Father. Somebody pray, please. Somebody pray, 
Jesus mighty name brother lead us in a song that says hallelujah we want to sing that song I want you to worship God I don't like the way you are praying no, 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 no. You are joking. I, I want you to, to be serious. For some few minutes before, before we pray, I want you to worship God. Yeah, I want you to worship God. This God who is able to do beyond our expectations. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above our prayers and imaginations. I want you to lift your hands, please. Yes, let's sing. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more time, one more time, one more time. Worship him, everyone, lift your hands. 
Sakata ragadele besata ragadele Ashanda ragadele besata ragadele besata ragadele besata ragadele ragadele besata ragadele besata ragadele besata ragadele Ashanta lekata, eshanta pasata, ashata yata raka asha. Yakata regadi de besita regadi de bandere de de bosa. Ata eta raka rataka mashanta. Yakata regadi de besita regada la bahande. Mashanta, mashanta, mashanta ka ashata. Shakata regadi de besita regada. Mashaka Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. I believe that God is touching his people. And I want you to be one of them. Open your heart to God. Open your heart to God. I believe that God is touching his people. And I want you to be one of them. It's a heart connection that I'm talking about. As a dear pants for the water brook, so pants my soul for your God. It's a heart positioning. It's the heart. You see, set your heart. Prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. For his touch. Don't come to church and remain the same. It's not the will of God. The Bible says, Ho, come ye to the waters. Bible would you come with purpose, you come with determination. Don't wait until we finish the service where you say, I want to meet Pastor. This is the time God wants to deliver you. 
Musadikirire kuti service basigatha ndikakumane service The best time for me to pray for you is now. So now is the opportunity. This is your time. This is your moment. The time is now. For your change, for your deliverance, for your healing, for your breakthrough. Spirit of the living God. 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 Shakanda ragadi bakuta rakataya. Sakata regede bazuta regadi. Shakata regede. Lakata regade. Lift your hands if you can. Shakata Sita, Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the Lord. This is your time. This is your time. This is your time. Spirit of God. Makata ragade. Sakata rigade abakuta rigade makuta ragada. Shakata rigade. Holy Ghost. 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Makuta Rikade, Basuta Rikade. Shakata Rikade, Basuta Rikade. Yakata Rikade, Basuta Rikade. Yakata Rikade, Yakata Rakada. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Your fire is here. Your glory is here. Your anointing is here. Your power is here. Your presence is here. Likaka, Masuta Rikade. Zakata Rikata, Masuta Rigadia Bakaya, Jakanda Rekete, Masuta Rigadi, Yakanda Rigadinde, Makuta Rigadinde, Makuta Rigadinde, Makuta Rigadinde, Makuta Rigadinde, Makuta Rigadinde, Sakata Ragade, Makuta Rigadi, Masata Ragadaya, Shakarabarabus. Shakara barabarabus, shakara barabarabus, shakara barabarabus, shakara barabarabus, shakara barabarabus. Makuta rigadi amahande, sakata rigade, makuta rigadi, yakata ragadinde, makuta rigadi, makuta masa laka shakata ashas please. Ashas help me, you are sleeping. Makuta rigadi makuta. Sakata Rakade, Masuta Rikade. Yeah. Shakata Rikade. Fire the Holy Ghost. Fire the Holy Ghost. Fire the Holy Ghost. Fire the Holy Ghost. Somebody's receiving the fire. Somebody is receiving the fire. Fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit. Take it down. Take it now. 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 Shakata Rikade, Makata Rakade, Bakuta Rakade, Makuta Rikade. Bring that lady here, please. Bring her here. Shakata Rakade de Bebesa, Lakata Rakade, Basuta Rikade, Sakata Rakade. Bring this lady here. Shakata Rakade de Bebe. Fire! Take the fire of God. The fire. I release the glory, the fire, the glory, the fire, the glory. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! 
Fire the Holy Ghost. Shakata Ragadanaba. Hallelujah. Fire. Take the fire. moving into deliverance. We are now moving into deliverance session. We'll do this very quickly. Everyone allow the Holy Spirit to drive out from your life anything that is not of God. Delays. Curses. Evil covenants. Of positions of life. Of positions of life. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. Allow him to drive out anything in your life that is not of God. Anything that is not of God must leave you. Don't behave gentlemanly, womanly, gentlewomanly. Lift hands. Father. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of the Lord. Let your finger cast out anything and everything that is not of you in the lives of the people. Every plant in anybody's life. Not planted by you, Father. We uproot it now. We uproot it now. We uproot it now. We uproot it now. Let your power eject anything that is not of God in the lives of the people. Your power, Lord. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Curses are broken. Evil covenants are broken. Evil altars are broken. 
Magua oipa aprasuliba. Now. Sopa. Now. Sopa. Now. Sopa. In the name of Jesus. Mzinalize. Every bondage, every siege. Koli linali lonse. Every demonic partition, every demonic barrier. You spirit of hell, get out of her. Out. You scorpions. You serpents. You powers of hell. Get out of her. Leave her right now. Leave her right now. Get out. Out. You scorpions. You serpents. You powers of hell. Get out of her. In the name of Jesus. Powers of rejection. Powers of rejection. Get out of her. Get out of her. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. Let it fall. You spirits of death. Spirits of darkness. Get out of her. Get out of her. Get out of her. Your spirits of death. Spirits of bondage. Get out of her. Get out of her. Powers of evil dreams. Get out of her. Leave her right now. Leave her right now. Leave her right now. Leave her right now. Out. Get out of her. Get out of her. I know he touched me and made me whole. All right, lift your hands. I want to release favor for abundance. Favor to have abundance, please. You know the people had favor in the sight of the Egyptians. That's why they gave them articles of silver, articles of gold and clothing. That favor it's the favor of abundance. Lift your hands, please. So many of you will have opportunities for abundance. Lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I raise this, I release this anointing for abundance upon your church, 
and upon everyone and the sound of my voice. Father, I release the anointing for abundance upon everyone right now. And I use this couple as a point of contact in the name of Jesus. Abundance. Anointing for abundance. Anointing for abundance. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hold your hands. Shakata regade basuta regade masuta regade basuta regade yakata regade battles are coming to an end battles are coming to an end in the name of Jesus he shall make an utter end he shall make an utter end oh let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end Come to an end. Come to an end. Come to an end. Come to an end. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As I release right now, favor. 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 Receive this favor. Receive this favor. Receive this favor. And come on favor. And come on favor. And come on favor. In the name of Jesus. Take this favor. Take this favor. Take. In the name of Jesus. Makuta rigade masata rigade mahande. Jakata rigade basuta rigade mahande. Lakata rigade basuta rigade makuta rigada. Zekende rigade basuta rigade mahande. Jakata rigade basuta rigade. Thank you, Lord. Now may the Lord bless you. Amen. Ambuye akudali sin. May He give you peace. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he arise to scatter all your enemies. In the name of Jesus. I decree this hour. That this is your week. You are receiving good news this week. Breakthroughs beyond your expectations are coming to you this week. Kuboleza. In the name of Jesus. Somebody listening to me, God is wiping away all your tears. Please, can I hear a loud shout of a man?
kweza. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Paseni mulungu mfu. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Masalimo 23, verse 6. Inde, ukoma, digifundo, zizani tata, masiku onse, amwewanga, dipo, nizakala, mnyumba, ya Yehova, masiku onse. Amen. God bless you.